Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. That's me. And my throat is raspy today. I Uh-oh. noticed that when I was, you know, when you when you put on your like customer service phone voice <laughs> and the voice that you use before you start talking doing the podcast. Yes. Sound, I was like, ooh, this sounds more raspy than it normally is. <laughs> well, it'll be even better ASMR for some people then. There you go. If you prefer raspy talking. <laughs> Let me know and I can upload just a whole podcast of that. There you go. (laughs) Anyways, so today we will be discussing a Netflix original series called Fate, the Wink Saga. Indeed. That's that's how that's pronounced, right? I don't think it's ever said, so I assume. (laughs) I don't think it is either. I mean, it's like written on Fate, the the Windows 10 saga. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that that's what they meant, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so a little brief overview. It's a six-episode series, about, about an hour long each episode is. And it's about a magical boarding school um, where people who are, I guess, fairies and not humans go mm-hmm. to learn how to train their magical powers as teenagers. So it has, like, a American high school drama meets a harry potter vibe (laughs) it does yeah because even though a lot of the actors are british the main character is american and or at least playing an american i I didn't look at the actress to know but um uh but yeah it's definitely more of a sort of casual high school vibe than like you know the very strict (laughs) boarding school vibe i found we don't even see them in class in fact so not not really yeah. Once or twice, and it's like for a three-minute kind of scene where they're just doing something really quick. Yeah. But um, yeah, and and I I think this is the first time I've watched something that takes place in like a magical world where uh-huh. they also just have like modern day technology. Oh which yeah. Makes sense that like in in twenty twenty one, if there was a wizarding world that existed, then that they would also have like phones and social media kind of thing. Like they wouldn't just miss out on the technology just because they were magical. <laughs> no, it's true. I feel like I've heard talk of like sometimes people people set magical things in like today's society, but then there's some sort of dis like interruption because of the magic that like blocks the technology from working. Like it can't send out the signals or whatever to like receive okay. service which i guess would make sense but i like that you know they didn't really yeah you could just text or call whenever you wanted in this which right. was kind of fun <laughs> and like the way they kind of created the world is is interesting too because yeah. there's like the the first world is how they refer to it which is like the planet as we know it mm-hmm. as as not magical folks know it to be yeah. and where you don't believe in magic or you know you're just like a weird person if you think fairies are real kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then there's the outer world is what they call it which seems to almost be like another dimension that is just set over top of the planet so like they say there's seven kingdoms or seven what did they call them realms realms Mm -hmm. um and and there's seven continents you know so it seems like it just takes place kind of over in a different dimension over top of the current world and you can travel in and out of it um Mm -hmm. accidentally or or intentionally it seems (laughs) (laughs) it seems that yeah typically you need some sort of magical device or just magic to do it like you know she uh bloom uses uh, stella's ring 
to right. travel, for example. Little um, ring or whatever she called it. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, I like that they introduced a little bit of the lore. Of course, we don't see like a fraction of the other world. We only <laughs> we only mm. see like a bit of the first and then the school grounds, essentially. <laughs> but yeah, it would, we do hear, yeah, we do hear about... Um, you know, obviously the school's called Alfia, but we hear about Solaria, which is the, the larger uh, kingdom or realm where Stella's mother reigns. And is is but, Alfia like in Solaria? Is it like a school within Sol- within Solaria? I am unsure about the logistics of that because it seems to be to some extent like a self-governing school. Because right. they have to answer to Solaria to some regard, but as soon as, as soon as um, Luna Queen Luna takes Stella out of the school, they basically lose all sort of support. So, right. yeah, I'm confused about that. <laughs> I wonder if it's that, clarified. That was kind of, yeah. No, that was kind of like how I viewed it. Was like Solaria was the large realm, and then Alfia was I don't know maybe like a town or something that like. Um, the boarding school existed in Elfia in the town. And then I think the school itself is called, isn't it called Winks? Like something? I don't know. I thought the school was called Elfia. Maybe I was uh, wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're all wrong. <laughs> what is, what is the Winks then? Like, what I have is no it? idea what Winks is from. Oh. I don't remember hearing it at all during the thing. <laughs> <laughs> written anywhere in my notes. No, like, mine I either. Have- school i just refer to it as alfia yeah same so the w- so winks no maybe idea. we'll learn it, it is a saga maybe winks is going to become something important later on i'm guessing i don't know my guess <laughs> is this is based on a book series i don't it know it is based on a book series i okay. did read that before, so maybe yeah. it's clarified in there and honestly i'm a little tempted to read them if so but i want to look up really quick sure jamie you can edit this part out no. what Saga is. <laughs> I'll just like, say, what? yeah, I think you might be right that Alfia is a little, whether or not it's the name of the school or just the town the school is in. Um, I think you're, says, yeah, this says Bloom, a, a fairy with fire powers, yeah. enrolls at a magical boarding school in Otherworld called Alfia College. Okay. Um, but it doesn't say like what the Winks part is. Well, it might be a spoiler from like the end of the saga. Maybe that's something they have to fight, or maybe that's some power she gets eventually. Maybe. Or is I Winks will... supposed to be like wings? Because maybe. she does get wings. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that happens in this one. <laughs> so we're gonna get there anyway. So maybe that's supposed to be like a fun way of being like, ah, it's wings, winks. I don't know. Maybe. Because like in the, the intro, it is like the X kind of turns into like that big butterfly, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So maybe that is what it's supposed to be. Maybe that is. Maybe it's wings. I like I like when we just discover things through the podcast and don't think <laughs> about it before. Well, like, normally I don't analyze, like, what the title means right. before talking about it, because I just assumed that it must have been explained at some point. <laughs> yeah, and you just missed it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think we I figured just, it out. I think it's wings, because I like that early on. Yeah, I like that early on in the in the first episode when she first gets to the school and she's talking about um, 
fairies and stuff. And she's like, oh, I expected to see like, you know, women with wings floating around and stuff like that. And basically they make a point of saying that, you know, transportation magic like that has been lost, even though fairies did have wings in the past. Right. And they then... Evolved out of the ability to conjure yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's kind of interesting they bring that up and i like that it comes full circle of course at the end of the the last episode when she does tap into her ancient magics and for a moment she has fiery wings which is pretty cool oh. <laughs> it was a pretty cool scene yeah. but holy crap does she tap into her magic fast <laughs> like she oh my goes god yeah she does a first year student to being able to take down six bird ones like it was nothing that in like five minutes yeah and also i understand <laughs> so you know when she when she finally when they free rosalind and she they get into the magic circle where rosalind is clearly you know sucking out all the power of the whatever right. um you know she's using that <clears throat> center to sort of channel her fire magic first but when she i mean i don't know if you can store that and keep that or if that's just amplified in the space not sure for like obviously she could channel into that little um key or magic trinket but i don't know if you channel into your body or if it's just amplified in the circle but when she's just like on the school grounds hanging out is when she does her full like fiery dance transformation and i was like um what and also (laughs) also i like I know that they're trying to make it seem like, and she mentions later on that she like tapped into and she finally felt like her true self, but you know, instead of just like transforming and like immediately killing things, she's just sort of like doing this sort of dance and like looking at her. I wish you could see me right now. I'm trying to to do it, but like looking at her arms and like Lilling your arms around and doing a sort of like the wave dance for a little bit. And then she like, you know, gets wings and starts like, you know, well, you have to, attacking you have the to also mention that she like levitated up off the ground. She did, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the exciting part because I'm like, oh my god, she's totally gonna learn at some point to fly. Period. Because <laughs> you know, she yeah. is gonna discover that lost transportation magic. There you go. And then she sprouts wings of fire and does something that even the like most tr- well trained soldiers aren't able to do. <laughs> yeah. She just pulls out the core, basically. <laughs> and we find out that the burned ones were people a thousand years ago or something. Yeah, I guess that was kind of what they, what I got from it, too, is that all of the burned ones would have, were the people who had been killed or something in an mm-hmm. army a thousand years ago and had been transformed into these creatures of destruction, essentially. It must be the way that she killed them with her magic allowed them like remove the curse completely it allowed them to like return to their their original form they're dead but it was their original body presumably i wonder oh no she buries them yeah so yeah they're dead yeah but uh yeah it's curious i'm interested to see where that goes but to touch back on as you say she was able to do it very quickly and without a specialist like weapon fighter which we learned that typically they hunt in in groups of two Pairs yeah. is how you say that. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they hunt <in> twos. <laughs> Groups of two. Um, uh, <clears throat> so is your understanding that the specialists are basically just the magic, like basically just the muggles of the other world? I, no, I don't think so. I think that they must have like some sort of 
magical ability that amplifies their fighting is kind okay. of like how I read it to be. It wasn't something that you, they were being trained in the same way for because, you know, it, it wasn't like my, like where they're doing magic with their mind. They're doing magic like physically with their body. Kind of like, you know, where, where the monk gets magic hands in, in D&D at level sure. six. <laughs> okay. Could be, yeah. Because the whole time I was like, okay, so this is a school for fairies and yet a big key element of this is training martial arts. Ooh, right. But not with the fairies, so... But like, and so, yeah, because they don't consider them, they don't call them fairies. So, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's not magical. In which case, what? What? <laughs> I guess if you're born in the fairy realm without a magical ability, you're just like, well, you got to become a fighter then. <laughs> Go out and learn how to do martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> you're useless otherwise. Right. And they make a point of being like, you know, fairies, yeah, they learn to fight with their magic, but they don't learn to fight physically because they won't even let um musa who's a mind fairy but like they won't let her train essentially physically do you think that like going forward that's something that they're gonna try to shift so that everyone because imagine if you were a fire fairy but you could also like roundhouse kick someone in the face like that'd be pretty (laughs) sweet (laughs) that's true I don't know because of like the way it ends and the current headmistress is killed at the very end by by Rosalind, so everything is going to be different if they do a season two because the school is going to be taken over by by basically by Rosalind and the queen it seems yeah so true i don't know what they'll do next time <laughs> it seems like she wants to turn it into like a war school basically like where they're training everybody in it for war so probably maybe like allowing everybody to learn martial arts wouldn't be a bad idea yeah that's true that's true <clears throat> seems yeah. like she's for for war <laughs> yeah something's looming on the horizon apparently in something far worse than the burned ones which are already pretty creepy yeah yeah i like that <laughs> i like that that's sort of made clear that they are basically just you know like crappy like challenge rating one monsters and <laughs> we're gonna fight something <laughs> a lot more difficult later on these things that have, are like terrorizing their entire world right <laughs> And they're going to be nothing compared to what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh. <laughs> well, then. But, yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think of Rosalind? See, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. decide if she's good or bad. You know, I can't, like, it. I, I felt both ways at different points. <laughs> yeah. I, do I feel th- like... She's clearly the type of person who is all for the greater good, you know, like if we have to kill some innocent people along the way to make things happen, that then it's worth it kind yeah. of person. But I'm not sure that what she's fighting for is actually good either. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear that she goes to extreme lengths to awaken Bloom's power to, right. the, to the detriment of the, you know, anyone else in the school. Like she nearly, Sam nearly dies um, right. and all that, but yeah, it's clear that she wants to weaponize her so that she can ultimately save the world, potentially. Yeah, So yeah, it's, it's a tough situation. Although she didn't really need to... Well, I guess Farah probably wouldn't have stepped down as headmaster, so that would have been... <clears throat> they would have fought it to, to some extent well, anyway, so she just killed <clears throat> her. <laughs> I feel like, um, like Farah would have had no choice. You know, the queen would have just mm-hmm. had her if she refused to step down yeah. so it didn't really seem necessary to kill her because she would have yeah. just been removed 
anyways. Right. So like she, she kind of just killed her because she wanted her out of the way entirely. Yeah. That's the thing, because it was made very clear to me, at least, that her magic was nothing compared to Rosalind's, period. Right. So, like, even if they right. tried to have, like, a fair hand-to-hand, co- you know, combat, it would not have worked out in <laughs> Farrah's favor. Right. Exactly. Des- despite the additional 16 years of training or whatever. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And... Also- <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say, like, speaking of freeing Rosalind... This does not seem like a thing that should have been possible for a bunch of school kids to have done. Like, (laughs) why does the headmaster's door not have some sort of magical seal on it? Like, kids shouldn't just be able to come into her office without, you know, when she's not there in it. (laughs) Like, why? Especially if you're hiding somebody in your basement that's in, like, a magical bubble that you don't want disturbed. (laughs) It's like, also... For the secret passage, if you can put up a barrier that will freeze one person. You can put up one that would freeze everybody. <laughs> exactly. Like, why isn't it just a permanent thing that, like, you can step through, but anyone else who tries is just frozen? Right. It, it doesn't make sense that it would just, like, you know, expend all of its magic on one person and then be like, well, yeah. too bad. <laughs> there, I noticed as, as I was watching this, and then especially, like, thinking back about it, like, there are a lot of plot holes in this movie that just exist to kind of like further the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, you can get into the office because they need the kids to be able to go down and, and free this woman in order for the storyline to progress. But realistically it should not have been possible no, I th- for them to get in there at all. I think it would have made a lot more sense and would have been a lot more interesting if they had stumbled on like an old, you know, cause she kept looking, checking out the abandoned you know, area or whatever of the school, if she had found like an old map that showed the secret passages so that she, like the one they slip out into the graveyard, if she'd found that and from the other direction and like snuck in to see Rosalind, I think that would have been a lot more compelling than just like, we're going to throw Beatrix through the (laughs) shield and then walk down. (laughs) Well, and just like the idea that the head like mistress of this magical school wouldn't have some sort of better, security on yeah. her office you know <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me and why would she hire just like a non-magical person as her assistant to begin with right like guy yeah. who ends up being a traitor but dies anyways <clears throat> right i don't know it's true plot but, holes galore there's a lot of plot holes in this and that but you know just just don't pay too much attention to them <laughs> yeah focus more on the magic and the high school drama seriously it is crazy, though, speaking of non-magical people, that um, at the very end, it is revealed that uh, Andreas, Sky's father, is alive. I know. That almost seems impossible. <laughs> and he uh, apparently raised Beatrix, because that's her, like, quote, yep. dad. Um, not by blood, yep. I don't think. Just, you know. No, I think that she was just left with him. I think that probably Beatrix and... Bloom were in the same situation where they had been kidnapped yeah. by blood witches because they were really powerful. And Rosalind gets them, the, both the babies, out before the town is destroyed, kind of thing, and just puts them in two different locations. I think Bloom is probably supposed to be the stronger one, and that's why the burned ones wanted to destroy her. Yeah. But I think they're probably both very powerful. You know, as we can see, like obviously, um, Beatrix is already very powerful. Yeah, she incinerates <laughs> a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that, you know, they're, and they probably are going to end up on the opposite sides, you know, is what yeah. I'm be fighting against each other. Yeah. Although, you know, Beatrix is going to be at the school still because now Rosalind's headmaster. So she's kind of in the clear, I imagine, for <laughs> murdering that guy. So, oh, yeah, I'm sure she did just what Rosalind would have done. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of an interesting thing. I, but it's also true that Rosalind clearly and also, um, well, it's hard to tell what Beatrix actually knew because she could have just perpetuated the lie that uh, Farah and Ben, you know, Tara's dad and whoever like destroyed the town purposefully, you know, they didn't care that there were people still in it. So she could have just Beatrix could have just been telling Bloom that to get her angry, even though she right. knows the truth. Um, That's true. Yeah. But if she doesn't know the truth, then I wonder how she's going to react when she does learn that. That like yeah. Rosalind knew she was obliterating everyone in the town. Well, it, it, just that and the fact that everyone in the town, like it wasn't their families in the right. town. They had been kidnapped by like this town of, of blood witches that were, you know, I guess, evil beings within within the community kind of thing. Yeah. So they, they got the two out that were innocent and killed everybody else that was there kind of thing. I'm also curious so. to know more about blood witches. Like, are they actually evil or is it just well, the order of things that like fairies have magic, humans don't. So humans playing with magic is against the rules. You that's know? true. Too. Yeah, it's hard to say. They they made it seem like blood witches were a bad thing, kind of, you know, yeah. on, on the same level of burned ones. You know, we can get rid of two, kill two birds with one stone kind of situation, but maybe they're not. Well, yeah. they did kidnap two babies, so. You know, they did. Cool. Yeah. Work in their favor very well. <laughs> true, true. There's that aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe we'll learn more about them. I hope so, because I'm curious. I thought at first we were going to learn that Bloom was actually like a blood witch, and like that's why she can do magic, but you know, that kind of negated when she uh, turned into a fairy with wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably definitely a fairy. She had wings. I do like the part of the magic they show where, like, um, the caster's eyes glow. I thought it was a cool touch. Yeah. Like That funny. was. Um, it would be, especially for, like, the mind fairy, though, like, then everybody would know when you were using your power. <laughs> like, <laughs> just oh, sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just got to wear sunglasses, apparently. Yeah. I mean, everybody else, for the most part, it's obvious when they're using their power because you can see elements and stuff moving around. But yeah. I did for like. The mind one. I did like the mind bit where we learn that she can take on people's pain and emotions from them. Yeah. Know? And that she apparently did that for her mother when, as she died, which is probably unimaginable. It's kind of like the sensate thing where one of your cluster yeah. dies and you feel it. Yeah, I'm sure. And we talk about these like they're both realistic things. Oh, I'm sure. They are. Okay. <laughs> I talked it over with my cluster earlier today. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine that like a mind fairy can do a lot once they've been trained, you know, like at the beginning, you know, all you can feel is just like you're feeling everyone's emotions and I'm sure it's very overwhelming. But once you like are trained and and know how to like target your magic, I imagine you could do things like planting illusions in people's minds kind of thing and like altering what they're what they're seeing it kind of in the same way like the light fairy can create an illusion with light um you know, they would probably be able to create uh, an illusion just within one person's mind you know of 
for, through through mind magic, I would imagine. I would assume too, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I hope we get to see more of what the the powers are besides yeah. just, you know, the occasional splash of water or vine. Yeah. I know she didn't do nearly enough with her water magic. I mean, we see her create like, you know, the magical water wall around Bloom at the very end, but I bet there's a lot of cool things she could do with water too. Yeah, especially like I'm sure she could like freeze the water to make more effective projectiles like you know, just yeah. in a, in a defense or an offensive way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope we, if it does turn into like a training school for the war, um, I think we'll see a lot more of the versatility of their magic. Yeah. Like fine tuning their skills for battle kind of thing. Yeah. Which will be, if you could based on like the skills we've seen so far, if you, what kind of fairy would you choose to be? That's tough. Excuse fire fairy. You don't get to be as powerful as Bloom. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you I would have normal fire powers. I don't think I would choose fire. I, I think that. Hmm. I would choose the to be able to control the plants, um, like Terracon, and and be like, you know, an earth fairy, I guess, or whatever they call them. I'm where honestly... you're in plants and and dirt <laughs> i'm honestly tempted by that too just because in addition to the <clears throat> to the controlling the plants you also have the ability to like meld yourself into stone and stuff because that's yeah. what sam does yeah so there's something like, cool about that um but again like i guess i would have to see what other things could be accomplished like um, well, you have to pick one now and if it changes after we see season two that's fine <laughs> i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick earth as well Okay. We'll just be a couple of Earth fairies. Yeah. And we can be called Terra and Stone or something. I I I don't (laughs) Terra and Stone. (laughs) I don't (laughs) Terracotta, how about that? (laughs) Um maybe that's what her name's short for. I hope so. Um sorry, I have an eyelash in my eye. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I would have chosen earth fairy if it hadn't been for the like the control of the plants because like just being able to control like dirt and rock doesn't interest me nearly as much as being able to like control the like the plant life around me and to like make things grow and bloom and to be able to use like roots from the trees to like wrap up around somebody and bind them down kind of thing you know yeah i feel like yeah i feel like it's probably well i don't know I mean, like being able to go through walls and, you know, stone walls and stuff is cool and all, but I like the idea of being able to control plants. That's what draws me to it, like over something else. Yeah, that's fair. I wonder if like as the as someone who could control the or who could melt through the walls, I wonder if you could pull someone in and then trap them in a wall. That could be pretty crazy and probably kill them. I'm just thinking of offensive ways of using that. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think for now I will stick with Earth as well. Earth. Okay. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk much specifically about any of the other storylines. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, were there any other ones? <laughs> just like the, the drama, you know, you've got the sky, Stella, Blue, uh, Love, you've got you know tara and dane being cute and you've got musa and sam being cute. or sorry dane, dane wasn't really cute he was he was the no, only he's cute kind of an did. asshole yeah yeah he turns into being an asshole i was picturing um musa and sam when i said their names yeah. <laughs> musa and sam i like them they're cute yeah 
I do. Um, I do like speaking of Stella. Like I, I like that we do learn a kind of like why she is the way she is, and the fact that they had to sort of perpetuate the story that she purposefully blinded Ricky, which I love that her mother when yeah. she says it, or no, it's Rosalind who's like Ricky, <laughs> terrible name, <laughs> um, but that she yeah. ex- she did that accidentally, but they had to say that she did it because they don't want her to seem weak and unable right. to control her powers. So, I yeah, think- I. I- I figured there was going to be more to her backstory, like that she wasn't just going to be a stuck-up snob the way that you know they make her seem to begin with. But it, I felt like bad for her then at the end because it's like she she can't control her powers very well, and her mother is so oppressive and awful, <laughs> and that's the reason she can't control her powers well, kind of thing. Right. So I feel bad for Stella. Yeah, her mother just does not accept weakness because she knows Stella is going to be the queen. So. Right. I mean, I guess she could just have another kid. <laughs> I mean, she could. Yeah, she's kind of pushing it, I think. I don't know how old well, she is. Maybe but... fairies live longer. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Maybe. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but, that, uh... I like that we learn more about that um, and that they become kind of friends, kind of. Um, <laughs> kind of. Sort of friends. I feel I... like there's more we need to learn about Aisha, too. Like, yeah. she start struggling with her magic and we don't know why and like that's never like explained like why she has some you know days where she's like really struggling with her magic um yeah because it's made clear that she got her it seems like she got her skill in in water control because she's pretty good at it at the beginning of the season already but um it's clear that she did that through like hard work and you know, diligence because it's made clear that she's sort of the bookworm of the group and like she needs to study and she needs to practice and all this stuff. Whereas like, you know, Bloom's just out there lighting forests on fire without Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's true that she does struggle and I'm, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to know if like she comes from a family of like not terribly powerful fairies and she's trying to like change that. I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like we don't learn enough about her. You know, she doesn't really have anything besides she's the bookworm and she's the one who tattletales on them kind of thing. And like, that's the extent of her story. <laughs> yeah. But maybe next, maybe next season. <laughs> maybe, maybe, hopefully. I'm also hopefully. curious about what's going to happen with Sky. I thought he was just going to leave the school, honestly, at first. Um, mm. Because, yeah. you know, he found out that his uh, mentor slash father figure you know killed quote quote um the his dad but it turns out he did not and it also turns out his dad has been letting him believe he was dead for his entire life so right i feel like it's his dad and rosalind are gonna end up being the bad guys you know like they're they're they think they're doing it for the right reasons but they're not kind of thing and i think that bloom is gonna end up with her friends on one side yeah and and probably what was his name? The the one that Sky views as a father figure. Silva. Silva, yeah. Um, so like he'll be on their side too, and then they're gonna be fighting against yeah. Rosalind, but because Bloom's so strong, you know, they'll ultimately win and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely think that um Rosalind pushing Sky or Sky pushing Bloom to re- realize her true power is gonna come back to bite her. Because yes. she's gonna be able to like obliterate her without a thought. Right. Yeah. And I, and I feel like just because because Rosalind kills Farah at the end without like just snaps her neck without even a second thought like that just makes me think that she can't be good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I also wonder if um, 
we're going to see a sort of epic moment with, you know, because we learn that, and it's made clear that it's not known that fairies can actually combine their powers. Um, right. So I'm, I'm interested if we're going to see like a cool scene where like, you know, all of the, all of um, Bloom's friends sort of channel their power into her and she becomes like epic. And Bloom knows it's possible now because Farah told her that yeah. before she died. So Rosalind wouldn't probably even know that Bloom knows that. True. So that's a, a good weapon that she could have. <laughs> yeah. It's, probably, but, it's very interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of potential here for a good second season. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe less on the, the love triangle drama shit and, and more on the magic. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, ugh, I don't care. Like, I get Sky and Stella are in a toxic relationship. Thank God she realized that at the end and said something. Right. But it's like, yes, of course, Bloom is going to fall in love with, like, the blonde, the cute blonde guy. The right. Um, and she's going to, like, meet him immediately upon, you know, being on campus for the first time. And he's yeah. going to fall madly starstruck by her. <laughs> yeah. I'm also curious if they're going to play up this sort of threesome that's been happening with Dane and uh, Riv and Beatrix. Because... Okay. I kind of hope so. They're just like, <laughs> I, I know. They're kind of just, I just like, ugh, I hate that Dane is such an asshole, though. I wish that, yeah. I hope that Riv kind of, because Riv, even towards the end, when he's stuck talking to Tara and realizes that she's pretty badass, we also learned that they were apparently friends first year, and then something happened between them. But yeah. um, I hope that he is able to sort of undo some of the damage he did <laughs> to Dane so that he stops being such an asshole. Um, yeah. Me too. Yeah, he seems like Dame was um just very taken in by Riv and just like decides he's going to idolize him and just yeah. does all the stupid shit that he tells him to do. Yeah. And they also have like some pretty like as opposed to the rest of the <laughs> series, have some pretty <laughs> direct and sort of explicit conversations like uh, who do you think of when you wank and stuff like that. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, true. Riv, just just jump over her rotting body and kiss him because obviously you're interested in exploring that avenue. Like, let's yeah, you're real. you're the one that's been thinking about it and obsessing about it. Yeah, you're the one who keeps wondering if he's gay. Just kiss just him and kiss find him. out how you feel. <laughs> yeah, Lord. So maybe maybe that will happen next time. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's. Is there anything else story? Oh, um, I, I I like that at the end we see Bloom go quote home, mm, yes, and talk to her parents about the fact that you know her their birth daughter died all those years ago, and I'm really glad to see their reaction to that because obviously it's lot but ultimately they you know they it's not bloom's fault you know right. um even though it's not it's not really her fault that she burned her mother but she also that's kind of is but um yeah. i like the whole time i don't know if you had the same thought but like the thing that kept occurring to me was they're her parents period like, yeah. they are your parents, you know, just because they didn't they give birth you. to you. Yeah, they raised you. Um, they obviously care for you. So, you know, the whole time where she was like, I don't know my parents and all this. And I'm like, and then she was avoiding calls from Vanessa and Mike or whatever their names were. Yeah. And I'm like, they, but 
they are, <laughs> like they raised you, you know, right. like your birth parents didn't raise you whether or not they wanted you or like they died or whatever. Like, yes, right. you could be interested in finding them, but it doesn't mean you need to like shun your, your, the people who raised you in the first, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely felt that way too. I was like, wow, you are like too obsessed with finding your birth parents. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I understand you want to know where you came from and all that, but good Lord. But, um, <laughs> I, I did again find it a little unrealistic that her um that michael and vanessa there just like believed what she had to say so easily like oh i'm a fairy yeah <laughs> I can do magical powers well i guess she does show them the fire you know <laughs> i guess they just seem like way too calm about it like oh you know i'm a change like some fairy switched me at birth for your yeah. your dead baby <laughs> it was a, it was a quick turnaround kind of like her tapping into her powers was a quick turnaround yeah um, for sure, because there was a moment at least that I enjoyed where when she showed them the fire, uh, Vanessa got up and like kind of turned away from her and was yeah. visibly sort of shocked. Shaken. Yeah, shaken by that. Because it would be a lot of things like realizing not only that this, you know, that your birth daughter died, but, you know, the person that you've been raising and caring for, like, is the person that burned your house down. <laughs> like, right. Not intentionally, but... Right, accidentally, because she was discovering that she had magical powers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which would be an odd thing to learn. It would, I'm sure. But But yeah, I am glad that she was able to go and like make peace with her with her parents over that. Yeah. And then you could see like Vanessa was very happy to see that she had actually made friends because she'd been like bugging her to <laughs> to right. make connections with people. She just had to find the right people. Aww. Oh, and she found a magical fairy realm. Yep. <laughs> Called the Alps or whatever she thought they were. Switzerland. Yep. Swedish Alps or something. <laughs> Which must be, wherever she actually is, must be not quite so far off on the time zone no. as the Swedish Alps are. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think you're right that it's sort of just like shifting into a, a different dimension that like, I think she's right. quite near where she's from. But, right, it seems like that they're in the t- same, or maybe only off by a couple hours, kind of thing. Yeah, but but yeah. But yeah. So but. I'm interested to see what this dragon flame is. What's going to happen with with all of this stuff? Yeah, that's what uh, she says. The power that's within bloom is called the dragon flame. Oh, we haven't seen dragons. Maybe dragons are real. Maybe she'll turn into a dragon next. <gasps> Fairy first, dragon next. Maybe it's the natural progression. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to evolve from a fairy into something else, it might as well be a dragon. True. <laughs> <laughs> they both have wings, check. Um, yeah. <laughs> they can both breathe fire, check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes. do you have any quotes? I do have a couple quotes. Um Let's see. Uh, why don't you start since I'm uh, picking which ones are appropriate. Okay. My first one is by Stella in the beginning of the very first episode when she first meets Bloom. She's just like, oh, how very American of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, when she's when uh, Bloom is trying to channel her power for the first time and tap into her emotions. Um, and she, <laughs> she's like, pictures of my sad teenage years, not happy thoughts, noted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked when Tara says, 
Um, <laughs> this is when Dane comes to talk to her after he's been an asshole. And she says to her, to her brother and to her father, whilst I appreciate that it is the historical perspective of the patriarchy to save women from un- upsetting situations, I've got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, uh, I can't remember who said it. It might have been Farah. I don't remember. But they said uh, discomfort is where growth lies. Oh, yes. I like that, too. Um, I like when the Queen of Light says, when you control light, you control what people see. Yeah, true. This goes well with that when uh, Sky says, fun fact. Or no, it's Riv. Fun fact. One of them. I don't remember. Fun fact. If everyone (laughs) around you is a nightmare, it's not them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like when Bloom says, you never know why people really do things. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Sky, uh, before he, you know, passes out from the uh, the medicine she slipped him, um, Bloom sometimes yeah. says, we're all broken, Bloom. There's a charm in that, too. Yeah. Um, and my, my last quote is by Tara, and it's when she says, you don't lie to people you care about, not if they actually matter to you. Oh, that's true. Those mm. are good ones. Good quotes. Good quotes. All right. All right. So lots of hope for the next season, but overall, something I would recommend if people are interested in magical realms and such. Yeah, I think so as well. You know, it's definitely a different kind of magically world because of all of the like technology, phones, Instagram and stuff, but like, well, magical powers. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's definitely interesting and a little bit rushed, but um, definitely rushed. Yeah. Uh, overall pretty good and a lot of content that could lead to a good second season definitely so yeah uh if you decided to watch it let us know what you thought you can do so at uh, on twitter at i don't know yeah. podcast or you can send us an email at navigating netflix originals at gmail.com and feel free to let us know as well if you have any suggestions of things you'd like to talk us to talk about in the future indeed all right until next time then bye bye Mm-hmm. <laughs>